Picture yourself at a networking event, in person or virtual, it doesn't really matter, or in a coffee chat or a DM, all right? Now, someone inevitably asks you the question, what do you do? How do you respond? Today in the cafe, I'm sharing one of the worst mistakes I see in this scenario, and chances are you've done it. I know I sure have. Come on inside. It's time for the Growth Strategies Cafe podcast designed specifically for female online business owners. I'm your host, Teresa Cleveland, and I believe we can all make a difference in that having a successful online business is one of the best ways to do that. Let's be real though, growing an online business isn't always easy. It definitely doesn't look sexy all the time, and it's one of the most fulfilling endeavors you can take on. There are no secrets to building a successful business. There's just the stuff you don't know yet, and we'll be talking about it all here in the cafe. Whether you're on your way to six figures or beyond, you are in the right place. So grab your favorite beverage and pull up a chair. Let's get to it. December. I'm Teresa Cleveland and I want to thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you being here today. So let's talk about titles, professional titles. So what do you call yourself? You know, like how do you refer to yourself? I know there's a lot of people are either a coach, consultant, bookkeeper, or maybe you've even drilled down a little bit and you call yourself a financial coach or a wellness advisor. And then there's the super creative, right? Homespun country-centric crafter, business coach for heart-centered creatives, or passion test facilitator for purpose-driven people. (laughs) Frankly, as you and I both know, we can call ourselves whatever we want. And that's a privilege that can cut both ways. We'll talk about that shortly. Right now, though, let's go back to that scenario I posed at the beginning of this episode. So I've been president of a local networking group and on the board of several others over the years, as well as attending a multitude of conferences in my adult life. I haven't really kept an official tally, but in a situation when someone asks the inevitable question, so what do you do? It feels like roughly 85 to 90% brightly respond with something along these lines. I'm an accountant with XYZ firm. How about you? <laughs> Sound familiar? Yeah, me too. Been there, done that. So why do we do it? I don't know, probably because so many other people do it. And let's face it, it's easy and it quickly shifts the focus from me to them, right? Years ago, it struck me, though, that it actually doesn't even answer the question, what do you do? If you think about it, it's actually kind of lazy. It leaves it up to the other person to attach their own perception of the title that we've now used. And I really want you to think about that. Look, titles are commonly used to categorize or sort us into quote unquote compartments, right? Definitely not to help us stand out. And yeah, I suppose that it's somewhat useful in situations where somebody asks for, say, a massage therapist, and I've dropped your name into that category, along with the other 62 massage therapists that I met, right? Just imagine the referral that comes from that. Massage therapist? Sure, I can send you a list of some of the ones I've met. I mean, chances are what happened was we met at an event and in answer to the question, what do you do? You've told me you're a massage therapist. Now, I unconsciously run that through my life filter. 
not even realizing that it's happening, right? And I remember that, oh my gosh, there was that chick that ran her legitimate massage therapy out of her apartment, right? She had a separate room for it, whatever. And she was my neighbor and her clients were always taking my freaking parking spot, right? Not the best feeling about massage therapists. Oh, and then there was that one that I went to that pummeled me like I was a piece of chicken being tenderized for dinner. Like, holy shit, I was so happy to leave that office. And now... You're unconsciously associated with those people in my mind. And then I say to you, well, good to know, right? But seriously, though, you're unconsciously associated with those others in my mind. But let's back up a minute and let's say that instead your response was something like this. I help busy professionals find relief from the mental and physical demands of life for at least an hour a week. Oh my gosh, they tend to rave about how it affects them long term. How about you? Because let's face it, that's what you actually do, right? What? Now, chances are I'm not going to give you that standard, oh, good to know, response, right? And move on to talk about myself. Well, let's face it, unless, of course, I'm one of those self-centered buffoons out there. And if I did, I wasn't your ideal client anyway or a good referral source, right? So bless them and let them go. Anyway, being me... I would probably say something along the signs of, wow, that's kind of amazing. How do you do that? Or, oh my gosh, tell me more, please. Right? And that's what we want. We want to start a conversation. Everybody talks about engagement. And that's exactly what this is. It's engagement. It's, you know, someone has said something of interest. And to be of interest, we really don't have to talk about world peace or anything like that. You know, it's refreshing when you talk with somebody who just shows up like that and is able to have a conversation with you in a back and forth, right? And it just feels good. Now, one of the other benefits, in addition to getting the other person's attention, which is priceless, by the way, we know that, you've also let them know who your ideal client is. Professionals, right? Busy professionals. This could be adapted to pregnant women, people who have gone through surgery, been in an accident, or whatever niche of massage therapy you specialize. And when you think about these two conversations, which one would you be more likely to want to work with or even find out more, let alone refer someone to, right? So now when someone asks me, oh, hey, do you know a massage therapist? And let's say that this person was a specialist for pregnant women and I can plainly see this lady is pregnant. I can say, oh my gosh, I just met the most interesting and, you know, whatever I'm going to say about it, and I'm going to share your name. And that sounds a lot more appealing than, sure, I'll just email you a list of people, right? So what can you do to make your response more interesting and not relying on that title? What can you do to make yourself more interesting when you talk about what you do and who you do it for? And it doesn't matter whether it's online and a networking group whether it's in the DMs, an email uh, referral, or somebody reaching out to you through your contact form on your website, uh, especially, of course, when you're on those uh, prospect calls, right? Or if you're at an in-person networking event or convention, you can always shape those answers in, in different ways, but you have to know the basics, right? You have to have defined for yourself so that you can completely own it and say it with confidence. So, I recommend carving out some time so that you can really sit with it and go deep inside to find that thing that really resonates with you because it has to first resonate with you before it can resonate with others. And you don't have to do it all in one sitting, right? You can put it down, work on it, and then come back to it later. Depending on the situation, my response is some variation of this. 
I help female online business owners pinpoint why their business isn't growing so they can make a greater impact and more money quicker without getting bogged down in yet another course or group program because who needs another one of those, right? That's it. I should have timed it. It took maybe, what, five, six, seven seconds to say that? And believe you me, it took longer to come up with it. And I know sometimes it helps if you have something to jump off of, right? Something to work off of. So if you break that down, it's, you know, I support, I help, I work with blank to blank so they can blank. You know, that you're going to work with this. When I first sat down, it was a very, very different uh, idea. And as I worked through it and I sat with it and then I would say it out loud and it didn't resonate and I knew that it wasn't the full thing. And it probably took me about a week, week and a half. You know, I didn't spend hours and hours and hours on it. I wrote it down. I kept it where I could see it. And as I went through my day and as I was working with clients, then it just became clearer and clearer what was happening, right? And so that's what it ended up being. So I help, I support, I work with blank to blank so they can blank. So I help female online business owners pinpoint why their business isn't growing so they can make a greater impact and more money quicker without getting bogged down in yet another course or group program. And that, again, came from working with my clients, hearing feedback, looking with all that, and really sitting in it and owning it. I have heard that quite a bit, where they say, oh my gosh, this is so much better than working in a program or taking a course because you're right here and this is all about me. And that, I love it. It lights me up. So get to that place when you're thinking about what you do, the parts that light you up. Focus on that, and I'm sure that it will come to you. All right, so here's a quick tip before we go regarding creating your own title if you have the privilege of doing so. We all want to stand out. We want to be memorable, right? We want people to think of us when they have whatever problem they're having. For me, if there is a female online business owner that is spinning her wheels and just can't figure out, you know, what her next best step is, I want to help her. That lights me up. So when she's in that position, I want her to think of me. This will help you because this is just another opportunity when you're introducing yourself. Even if that person that you're talking to isn't a good fit, you have no idea who they know. And so making it memorable so that they can then, when they're talking to somebody who needs what you do, then they're able to say, oh my gosh, I just spoke with so-and-so. Let me get you their, their information. So when you're creating your title, I just want to caution you on being too creative or so far out of the box that people have to try to figure it out. Because let's face it, most people won't put in the effort. I've seen it happen, and yes, it's happened to me. I remember way back when I had freshly become a certified facilitator of the passion test, and I was at a luncheon. And so when somebody asked me what I did, I was so proud, and I was just like... I'm a passion test facilitator. How about you? Oh my goodness. I immediately saw the bewilderment in her eyes, right? And these days I look back and it's like a big old face palm. So I'm looking at her. She smiled and she said, congratulations. I hope you have great success. And then of course she went on to tell me about herself. Certainly not that tell me more response that, you know, we're looking for. You know, it obviously meant nothing to her. And frankly, why would it? I imagine she either felt out of the loop for not knowing what it was or it didn't fit with what she expected. Either way, it was definitely no help to me or her. So just wanted to throw that in there. You know, we do have that ability, many of us, to create our titles. So just take that into account as well. 
My goal today is to encourage you to give some intentional time and thought to how you introduce yourself. Take advantage of this powerful opportunity to show up and become more visible. There are people out there who are waiting to hear from you just the way that you show up and just the way that you're able to communicate them. So please, please take some time, put some effort into this, and I would love to know what you come up with. You're welcome to jump over in our Facebook community. You can go to growthstrategiescafe.com forward slash Facebook. It'll take you right to the group. And I'd love to hear how you introduce yourself because, you know, we do this when we even when we enter groups on Facebook. So please, please come visit me. Let me know. And until next time, let's go make a difference. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Growth Strategies Cafe podcast. If it resonated with you, be sure to share it on Facebook and tag me to let me know how you're using this info to grow your online business. And of course, you're always welcome in our free Facebook community. And you can get there by going to growthstrategiescafe.com forward slash Facebook. Hey, while you're at it, go ahead and invite a friend. We'd love to have you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.